0: God bless you as we seek the Lord together for the year 2022. This is STL 22. So, today I want to do this podcast um, just to say thank you to everybody who reached out to me. Um, I thought that weapons were going to be blazing, okay? Like, I thought y'all were going to be like, Tiffany, you are a liar. Like I didn't know what to expect, but um, you all have really touched me and sent me much grace, much love, much comfort. Understanding that making changes is not easy, so thank you, Jesus, um, for your people. Thank you for this community, In Jesus' name. So I have never told y'all anything um, that was dishonest, or you know. I've just been real with y'all I, and I'm always going to be. I'm always going to be honest with y'all. I have not held anything from you even at the expense of my quote reputation. I have told things that people who aren't in ministry wouldn't tell, okay? <laughs> um, you know, I've I've told you all the truth because I want you to know the truth. I want you to know the truth about me because you all trust me and you all follow me. So, I have been very honest with you about the way the Lord deals with me and um, everything. Uh, My mistakes, my issues, things I've needed deliverance from, how the Lord has helped me overcome struggles and um, how he's helped me out of various tests and temptations and challenges in my life. I've told y'all everything, okay? Even if it wasn't necessarily flattering for me, I've told you all um, because... It's life, you know, Um, some of you may never encounter some of the challenges that I've encountered, but I know that you have encountered some type of challenge. And through my honesty, I pray that you encounter God's grace and not his condemnation when it comes to those times when you will need deliverance or help through a a struggle and know that God, yes, yes, he will help you. Um, So I never wanted to present you with an image Okay, I always wanted you to literally follow me as I follow Christ, okay? If I stumble, I'm going to show you what God does. So I'm going to tell you how he's dealt with me and so many of you feel like, you know, Tiffany, you got it all together this that and the third. Listen, whatever you see takes a lot of work. <laughs> it takes a lot of humility, it takes a lot of obedience, it takes a lot of diligence, and I want you all to know that. And I I pray that I can inspire you to seek the Lord and to be able to flow with Him and shift with Him. And if I'm going to be honest with you, it's not easy. Um, but growth requires change sometimes. And I have I I had no idea any of these things would ever come about or be a conversation that we would be having. Um, but I do understand the concept that God has presented to me um, since I shut down the former ministry that I can't, can't. If, if we're in Christ, we can't stay the same. He's complete. He's perfect. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But if we don't grow and come into higher understanding or different seasons, then something is wrong with us. And so in that podcast that I did, we need to talk I have come to the understanding, and this is the takeaway for everyone, that the things that I taught were absolutely right, period. I will never repent for teaching those things. If God ever tells me to, I will teach them again. I will pull out the history books. I will pull out my notes. I will pull out whatever I pulled out before and say, this is why, you know, God will tell us not to do these things. But I also have this understanding now that these things will never be reservations that some saints have. Some saints will never think there's anything wrong with pressing their hair, and they will go to the Lord about it in prayer, and he won't give them any conviction about it, okay? Um, Some will have convictions about it, but those convictions will be seasonal, and one day God may say, listen, it's okay for you to take the hair from under your arms, okay? Some people may never change that. Some people, their season may just last to the end of their lives where they say, this is the way this is what God has convicted me on and he wants me to be consecrated from it forever. That's it. Okay, so um yeah, I I think maybe I don't I'm going to assume maybe a good example for me for like a lifelong thing where this is just not right for me ever. It doesn't matter is eating any animal products. For me, that will never right for me that is always going to be wrong and there are some christians who have those same reservations for whatever reasons they have them some people say you know it's just too inhumane or you know the way animals are treated it's against literally god's old testament law and you know it's not right it's immoral so i don't want any part of it um you know whatever it is um whatever would give some people those convictions some people will have those convictions some people um will have those convictions seasonally where they say you know it just seemed like for the past year God told me not to put any type of animal in my mouth whatsoever whether it's cheese drink dairy milk or um have a piece of salmon or whatever he doesn't want me to have any flesh whatsoever um I have heard of this I have seen this for me I know this is not seasonal I know this is lifelong this is forever I'm never eating meat I don't I never I never want to eat it and I never will it's not for me okay but that doesn't mean that it's not for you I can encourage you to do various fasts and consecrations that will bring you that spiritual clarity and that self-discipline that says you know what for a season I'm going to give this up And for some of us, we felt convicted. You know what? I'm never going to eat meat again. I just want to be vegan. Some of us say, you know, when I went vegan, I felt so much spiritual clarity that I just want to keep doing it. And that's fine. But we also know that there are some people who will eat meat who are Christians and they are right with the Lord. And so this is what I mean about like some of these things are, um, personal convictions, and I can tell you that God had, when He made our bodies, He made it for a plant-based diet. Our teeth are um, made for a plant-based diet. The, the the way we're constructed, the way our body, the way it heals our bodies, and everything. But still, in all those words that I'm saying, even if I can pull out Bible and things of that nature, and even though I've even heard other, there's a whole documentary about it, y'all. Okay, there's I heard that Juanita Bynum was teaching the very same thing. And even though somebody can pull out scripture and say, this is what God told me. This is what he showed me. I'm telling you, this is right. For some people, y'all like, no, it's nothing wrong with me eating chicken. (laughs) You, You understand some people will never have that same conviction. So I hope that I'm bringing some more understanding by just expounding on it a little bit. Just because somebody is teaching it, just because someone is living it, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. Um, It doesn't mean that it's not a conviction from God. It doesn't mean that it can't even be substantiated with scripture. It just means that some of these things won't always bear witness. Now, where that line is drawn, it comes with the individual. We have to know that some things are not right for us. Um, Some things scripture is absolutely silent about, and we know good and well that it's wrong, like smoking cigarettes or... um, uh, I don't know, anything else that can be detrimental or harmful to the body. We, we know that's wrong. You know, there are some things um, that we just know are not right. Universally, there are some things when it comes to intimacy that are just not right. Okay. There are some things when it comes to the way we carry ourselves that are just not right. There are some adornments and attachments that are just ungodly. Okay. Period. It's just not right. However, um, there are some things that, and you know, in all things, we need to be led by the spirit of God, period. And there are some things that throughout our life, we may feel some convictions about. And there are some things throughout our life that we may never feel conviction about. Like you all from the time God told me to stop wearing pants, I have not been allowed to wear certain colors. Okay. I just can't wear those colors, period. I just can't do it and um initially I didn't know why <laughs> now I do but um I can't say that something is wrong with you if you don't have those same convictions about those colors and I can't say that something is wrong with you if you do have those convictions I can say that as we grow God Allows our understanding, our wisdom, and our knowledge to grow. And I'm not going to be one who just sits here and just keeps um, telling you all the same thing. And you may feel like, you know what? I feel like God is telling me to do this. Or I feel like God, you know, doesn't really have a problem with this, you know? Um, Seek him about it. I'm going to do what the Lord leads me to do. And I want to teach you all to do the same thing. Don't ever compromise scripture. Don't ever compromise your convictions. Um, But in saying all of that, I want to be completely honest with you. Um, As a leader, I never want to be prideful and I never want to present you with an image just to cloak things so that I can say, okay, you know, I don't want people to stop following me because of X, Y and Z. So I'm not going to say anything. No, absolutely not. You know, who you follow, let that be something that the Lord leads you on. Let that be something that God puts in your spirit. But I never want to present you with an image that says, okay, now these people can definitely and most certainly follow me because even though I have a different understanding and I may live a different way behind closed doors, I'm just gonna keep teaching this because I've always been teaching it and blah blah blah. You know, I would rather you know um the truth and choose whether you want to follow me or not then you know, be kind of manipulated into doing it. So these are the things that the Lord has spoken to me about where those things apply in my life. Listen, listen, we all have our convictions, but I'm, I'm I'm bringing this to you as far as um, saying, I know some of you didn't feel the same way and things of that nature. And the Lord has basically told me, you know, it's okay. And I've met some people who had even more strict um, reservations than I have. Um, Head covering is another one of those things where there are some people and even me for a season that's like, yeah, yeah. You know, the Lord tells me to cover my head full time and I know it's not lifelong, but I, I like myself with my head covering. I, I think I look better with my head covering on. And there are some seasons of fasting and prayer that the Lord will send us to um, into or covering where he would say, cover your head all the time. But I can't tell you that, um, you know, you have to do that. And I can't tell you to take the head covering off because there are some sisters who feel led by the Lord to cover their heads all the time in public. Okay. And that's between them and the Lord. That's how they are led. And there are some of us who say, okay, I only feel led to do it if I'm in church or if I'm doing some type of ministering or something like that. So, um, we, we have to be led by the Lord. And I pray that that is the, the takeaway. Um, I have not changed my mind about much. Okay. The things that I have presented you with in our podcast yesterday, those are the things that the Lord has brought to me. Anything else outside of those specific things that I brought up, I think it was about five things and expounded on, I don't have any different ideas. (laughs) So anything else, like it is what it is. Um, Because like I told y'all, there are some things, those things that I mentioned to you, those five things that I mentioned to you. That he was, you know, he told me these things can be um, uh, convictions that are lifelong or seasonal or um, some people will never be convicted about them. But also he has also during that time um, brought to my attention that there are some things that are just wrong and there are some things that are just right. So um, if I have not brought those things to you then those those things are probably things that he has um affirmed are completely like listen this is just what it is this is just a universal conviction for the saints um so why god does things in that way or why some things you know some people will never be convicted on and some people will like with the sexual positions how you know I came across several people during that time when I was learning about it, who was saying, listen, missionary, that's it. Or like that couple. Listen, before we got married, we did everything. But um, after we got married, you know, the Lord convicted us on just about everything. And, um, you know, we don't do those things anymore. So um, y'all. You have to seek the Lord and be fully convinced with those things. But I have to be honest with you and bring that to you as a, as a truth that, you know, and I I don't necessarily feel like revisiting the conversation we had yesterday, but um, what I can say is some people have those same convictions that I taught. And they were teaching them or living those things out far before I probably was even saved. So, um, you know, and it came from the Lord. But for some people, it may never bear witness um, with them. For some people, um, it may be something that they eventually feel convicted to do at some point in their marriage or not. I don't know. But um, I do know that I have. Always only taught what the Lord has led me to teach you and, um, including what I said yesterday. Okay. So I want to thank you all for understanding that. I want to, um, thank you for the kindness that you showed to me. And I also want to tell you just like, as we get into speaking about Esther, We will have seasons of being stripped, of loss, of humility, of being um, made to serve. So we see Esther, she lost her parents. She was with Mordecai, her cousin. And um, scripture says that she did his word when she was in the palace, just like she did when he was raising her. So she was obedient to him. You know, um, she followed him and um, she found herself in a position that caused her to change. And seemingly the change was not her design. Literally, it went out as a decree that the king wants all the beautiful virgins and they went and got all the beautiful virgins. It wasn't a free will thing. Some of us read that into it, but that wasn't, it wasn't a free will thing. You didn't have a choice. You had to do it. (laughs) This was a change you had to come into. And so um, for this Esther season, that is something that happens, that we are confronted with um, a change that we didn't see coming, that we didn't provoke, um, but it will eventually work together for our good. So, yeah, when we get into Esther season, um, she was faced with that that change. And, um, she, she had a lot of things that she had to change when she went into the palace and it wasn't necessarily any, any, nothing of it was her design. Nothing of it was her desire. It was the process that she had to go through as she came into a different status. Okay. Um, and, This is the Esther season and we're going to we're going to dig into that Esther season over the next week. um, We're going to learn about it and the natural aspects and the spiritual um, concepts that we can take away from it. The spiritual parallels that we take away from it. That the Esther season is a real season that many of us will find ourselves in. And I would venture to say honestly, all of us. When we get into that Esther season, when we get into it, um, we still may have to work, pray fast because we see her doing the same thing. We still will be confronted with issues because we see her going through issues. Um, You know, we will have times where we'll be called into more intimacy. I feel like in that Esther season, I honestly feel like it is like, lifelong like it's one of those lifelong things one of those lifelong promotions but within that season we'll still see glimpses of the eve season where god has taken us and he says okay i need to work on you in this area i need to to design you in this way and change this about you etc um as you have this this new status because i need you to operate in a greater wisdom or in more grace or whatever Um, in that Esther season, we will, um, be required to show zeal and willingness, um, to the call that is upon our lives, um, still, um, within that, like Rebecca in that Esther season, we will still have to, in that Esther season, excuse me, we will still have to, um, demonstrate the same qualities that we see Ruth demonstrating as far as service humility considering others above herself and we actually see Esther having to do all of those things all the things that I just named like from Eve to Rebecca to Ruth okay I hope I've been saying Ruth because I think I'm tired y'all or I need some food or something but anyway um yes yes Listen, I've been working out. (laughs) I'm drinking like green juice and I'm hungry. (laughs) So I'm trying to keep up with what I'm saying. If I'm just going to be honest with y'all, like if I'm if I'm twisting up names and stuff like that, it's because I need I need some carbohydrates in my body. Okay, this cucumber, celery, grapefruit, green chard and lettuce juice with some spinach and some parsley, some kale and lemon that I got. This this is it's good now. It's good. And it's good for you. But it it ain't doing what my brain needs to be done. Okay. Um, But yeah, so even when we get to that Esther season, we will still have to demonstrate all those qualities. And we're going to dig into that over the next um, week of teachings. And, um, yes, the Esther season is a real season as God is preparing you for that glorification, for that high status, for all of the, the intimacy with him, like Eve and all of the willingness and all of the work and all of the service and selflessness and sewing, um, like Rebecca and like Ruth. Oh yes. When you get into the Esther season, there is a status change. There is promotion and there is also, um, uh, beautification and it's naturally and spiritually. Okay. So, um, we'll dig into that, 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 that all of that, what that signifies, no, you don't need to pressure here for the beautification. But if I can say for an example, my surgery, do y'all understand what I mean? Um, we don't necessarily, God will start changing things for you. He will start, um, causing things to work together for you. <laughs> Okay. When you start moving into that Esther season. So, um, and guess what? You will have some great warfare in that Esther season and, um, God will deliver you and your bloodline in that Esther season. Listen, you'll, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good, it's a good season to be in. It's a good season to be in. And this is where it's all going towards all of the struggling, all of the sacrificing, all of the changes, all of the misunderstandings, all of the challenges, all of the tests, it's getting us as we seek the Lord to that Esther season of promotion, of operating in that glorious status that the Lord has been training you for. So um, I pray that you all are enjoying your process and know that yes, as you grow in Christ, you'll grow in knowledge, you'll grow in understanding And, um, even with, um, in scripture, I think it's in the gospel of Luke, but it's in one of the gospels as it pertains to Christ. And it says, as he grew from a child, he grew in, um, in understanding he grew in wisdom. Okay. And so there's a growth process as long as we are human beings and, um, we're growing, I'm growing. And, um, sometimes with growth, there is some changes. So, um, I pray that I've made that clear. Um, I've pr- I pray that I've brought more insight to it and, um, I pray that y'all still love me, you know, um, and I want y'all to know that I love you and, um, I love Jesus. And when things get difficult. My love for Jesus and my love for you are what keeps me going. When I think about um like more recently when I was going through all those moves and different things like that and I'm like, Lord, can I just go away and like get a regular job or something? And, you know, but I remember thinking about um, one of my sister's, Um, first of all, so many of y'all being filled with the Holy spirit, so many of y'all being baptized, so many of y'all changing and just being blessed and growing through this ministry. Like I remember, I remember back, um, I'll say Pudora. I remember when you were filled with the Holy spirit and like that, that image came to mind and I'm like, Lord, this is hard, but just the love that I have for y'all seeing y'all change, seeing y'all grow, seeing y'all come into a deeper understanding of, jesus christ and seeing you all out of a generation of name it and claim it god is all about blessing us seeing you all being a generation of we can sacrifice for our god we're taking off these adornments some of these are satanic anyway you know i'm following my convictions from the holy spirit i'm not doing this any longer i'm not wearing this any longer i'm not going here any longer i'm not listening listening to this like seeing that happen is actually really major. Because as we reach the closer and closer to the end of all things, the church seems to be becoming more and more carnal and um, stepping out more and more to see what they can do, what they can get away with. And um, we we like spiritual gifts, but we don't understand the concept of being spiritual people. In spirituality, there is a strong aspect of selflessness because you're not so engulfed in self, you're engulfed in spirit. And so, um, to see you all do that, to see many of you blaze into your first 40 day fast and keep going, doing more 40 day fast. And to see the way that you all have been blessed. Um, it encourages me, um, the love that you've shown me, um, through this, this conversation that we've had, Um, it, it encourages me because it has its purpose. It's for who it's for. We are all journeying. It's been unique. It's been, um, different, but it has been the Holy spirit and God has gotten his glory from all of it. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to just keep moving forward. I'm always going to tell y'all the truth. I'm always going to be honest with you all. And, um, that is it. That is it. So we're going to move into the Esther, our conversations about Esther. I pray that it blesses you. I know most of us want to be in that Esther season, but enjoy the Eve, the the Rebecca and the Ruth seasons um, first. Okay. Enjoy that because it's those seasons that prepare you for the Esther season. Okay. Um, As you're preparing for that, that status, that promotion um and all that other stuff yeah you need you need to know what it means to sow and to serve and to work and to have zeal and to be willing even with menial things you need to know what it's like to just be set apart and consecrated with the lord for a season um, before he presents you and promotes you and gives you that high status that we all know is coming because god prophesies and he tells us Listen, you're going to be doing this. I'm going to send you to speak to these people. You're going to preach the gospel to these people. You're going to evangelize and you're going to heal. God has great plans for us, but he takes us through these various um, seasonal processes to prepare us to be those people, to impart into us everything that we need to do those things. So you all be blessed in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And um, thank you. Amen. God bless you. Glory to God.